Around the year 1000 BCE, King David stole another man's wife and conspired to have that man killed. After the death of that man, Uriah, David married Bathsheba. God was exceedingly displeased with King David's behavior and he sent the prophet Nathan to speak with the king. Nathan went before David and told him this story. There were two men in a city, a rich man and a poor man. The rich man had great wealth, including many flocks and many herds. But the poor man had only one lamb, which he had raised and it had grown up with his children. The poor man shared his food with the lamb. The lamb would eat from his plate and drink from his cup and even cuddle with him. The lamb was like his own daughter. Well, one day, a visitor came to visit the rich man. And rather than take from his own flock or herd to feed this guest, the rich man took the poor man's only lamb and fed it to his guest. Now, upon hearing the story, King David was incensed and told the prophet Nathan that the rich man deserved to die and that he should pay the poor man back fourfold because of what he did and because he did it without pity. Vayomer Natan el David ata haish. And Nathan said to David, you are the man. With God's backing, Nathan spoke truth to power some 2,000 years before the Quakers coined that phrase in their struggle against war as pacifists. And this example of Nathan speaking out for justice is a model of the Jewish imperative to speak out for justice. Reform Judaism has long embraced the model of the prophets as our core model of how to live out our Jewish values. Jews, and Reform Jews particularly, speak out for justice. 1885. 1937, 1999. Every time our Reform Jewish leaders gather to write a platform for the Reform movement, they have highlighted the need for Jews to speak out and act for justice. Our leaders still speak this way about justice and a Judaism inspired by the prophets. For example, Rabbi Eric Yaffe, President Emeritus of the Union for Reform Judaism explains, like the prophets, we never forget that God is concerned about the everyday and that the blights of society take precedence over the mysteries of heaven. Or, as our own Rabbi Mark Levin would say, for as much as we doubt about God, we are certain that the God we are not certain of would want us to pursue justice. The Torah reinforces this idea continually. This week, we can take an additional model for speaking for justice from the daughters of Tzolofechad. 
In a world where daughters could not inherit property, the daughters of Tzolofechad spoke out against the injustice. They spoke about their self-interest to the power in their world. Moses, Elizar the priest, the tribal chieftains, and the entire congregation of Israel. And God sides with their just cause. But it is hard to be like the daughters of Tzolofechad. We have our doubts about speaking for justice. Justice is not always so clear-cut. It can be confusing to know exactly what is just, recognizing that sometimes issues are easier to look back on with 2020 hindsight. Many of us stop short of speaking about justice because of the consequences we imagine could come. Many of us are afraid to become an Edward Snowden, to let the truth out and then become a fugitive, to be acknowledged for starting a good conversation about what is right, but then pursued, tried, jailed, or worse, for what we said. Many of us are worried that when we speak the truth, like the daughters of Tzolofechad, that it could hurt our own self-interest rather than help. In our modern world, I can't help but think of Warren Buffett speaking about tax rates and asking to pay more taxes. There are very few Warren Buffetts in the world. But beyond that, we are busy people. It is hard to prioritize something we're not entirely certain of that makes us afraid that could hurt us potentially if we spoke out. But we are not free to sit back when we see injustice. We are Jews, like Nathan, who spoke purely of justice, like the daughters of Tzolofechad, who spoke the truth about their own self-interest and then changed the laws of inheritance, like our father Abraham, too, who famously argued with God to prevent the destruction of two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, one of which was home to his relatives. We are commanded to speak about justice. Robin O'Brien, the sage and manager of our Beth Torah office, has a sign on her desk. You might have seen it. It reads, there will be days when you feel like you just can't. Do it anyway. She is exactly right. Just as we are commanded to carve out a part of our income for tzedakah, we are commanded to carve out a part of our time for speaking about tzedek, for speaking about justice. Speaking about justice doesn't have to start so big. You don't have to start by getting into the national media or even the local paper. You start by telling another person. You start simply by speaking. And when you get started, Judaism encourages us to keep speaking. Speak to your family. Speak to your friends. Speak to your neighbors. Make a phone call and speak to your representatives in government. Consider supporting an organization, nationally or internationally, that is speaking the truth that you are speaking 
that gives voice to your desire for justice. Like my mother would say to me whenever I prepared to do something hard, chazak v'amatz, kiddo, be strong and of good courage. She would use the same words that God and Moses both speak to Joshua again and again. Joshua, the one who led the Israelites into the promised land. Chazak ve'amatz. Be strong and of good courage. One voice can move the world toward justice. The voices of the prophets are still moving the world toward justice today. Judaism and especially Reform Judaism, demands that each of us speak out for justice too. Chazak ve'amatz, be strong and of good courage. Shabbat Shalom.